by Patrick Allen Howard. I had heard stories of an entity manifesting and attacking the local people. It would appear as a tall, cloaked figure and push itself into the victim's body. Once in control the victim walked to the same spot on the same cliff and jumped. Suicide rates were high because of it and everyone was frightened. There were also rumors of a strange creature inhabiting the local forest. During my first night in the town it appeared to me. It was standing by a window and was watching me. It knew I was aware of it. It vanished when I looked at it. After speaking with a few of the locals I geared up to enter the forest. I was hunting a skinwalker. I would not allow it to terrorize these people any longer. I did not carry guns. Rather, I strapped two 30-inch swords to my back as well as a combat knife to my belt. I also carried several throwing knives. All were dipped in white ash. It was my only hope of defeating this creature. As I neared the edge of the forest I readied and activated my night vision goggles. Eerie whispers echoed through the trees. The creature knew I was after it. Shadow creatures, short in stature, watched from the trees. This forest was completely hostile. As I pushed through the trees the shadows merely watched me. They sensed something about me. Something powerful. Many have gone hunting for the creature. But none ever returned. Entering a small clearing I saw a totem of bone and twig at its center. It had a skull with antlers. Dedicated to a Wendigo. With caution I approached it. I removed my EMF meter from my vest and it began to spike. It radiated with energy. I felt a strong feeling of dread just standing near it. With a hard punch I shattered the totem. I was wearing hard-knuckled gloves. A shriek echoed through the trees as the totem fell. The creature was not happy. Quickly I moved and slid into a bush. Just a few moments later the creature charged into the clearing, stopping at its center. It looked like a wolf. But it was thin and a shadow followed it in a trail. It paused and looked around. It could not find me. After a while it gave up and ran back into the forest. Quietly I left the clearing. I had no sense of direction in the forest. The trees darkened and the shadow creatures still watched. What were they? I moved further into what I thought was the heart of the forest. I soon came across a cabin. There were no lights on. Before approaching the door I peered through the windows. There was nothing. No one. I opened the door slowly and entered. The first room had a small table and two chairs. To the right was a kitchen. To the left was a bedroom. On the table was a note. I picked it up and began reading. The creature has managed to stay out of our sight. It's as if it's everywhere and nowhere. The cloaked figure has been appearing though. So far it's just watching us. We came across this cabin. It seems a good place to rest. One will keep watch while the other three try to sleep. We'll resume our search in a few hours. The note ended. What happened to them? I turned to enter the kitchen. The wood in the oven still smoldered from recent use. Next I entered the bedroom. There were three beds and nothing of interest. Exiting the cabin I turned left and walked past it and pushed through the trees once more. There was a rotten smell in the trees. It wasn't long until I began to catch glimpses of the cloak figure. I could see it peeking from behind the trees. Or just out in the open in the distance. It didn't even try to hide itself. Was it linked to the creature? The shadow creatures turned their gaze to it every time it appeared. They were afraid of it. I wasn't. It had not seen this before. Every person it stalked attempted to run from it. To flee but I went deeper into the forest. Maybe it knew I was a threat. As I continued I came across a cave. Various drawings lined the walls of the entrance and there was a single totem outside the cave. It didn't seem to have any real shape. Activating my EMF meter revealed no readings. What was it for? I left it alone for now. Inside the cave was a campfire. 
Despite the fire the area around it was cold. There was a makeshift bed of straw as well as a table of writings and drawings. The drawings depicted a Wendigo. The writings I could not understand. I had a feeling they were about the skinwalker. There was also a pendant on the table. As I picked it up I began to see the veins of my eyes. Slowly they turned black as I fell to my knees. The cloaked figure appeared beside me. And it thrust its hands into my side. Everything faded as I fell. I was now standing in the middle of the town. But the nothing felt right. Nothing appeared quite right. A woman walked to stand next to me. Why do you fight? She asked in a soothing voice. I did not respond. I knew I fought because someone had to. And I wouldn't wish this battle on anyone. Why do you struggle? She asked. Was it a struggle? It's something I had never thought of. I continued the path that was open to me. Why do you ask? I asked as I looked to her. Her physical appearance was attractive. She did not answer. She appeared to be puzzled by my question. Why draw me here? I asked. You're aware of this? She asked softly. I replied with a nod. I knew this wasn't real. At least not entirely. She paused for a while. She did not know what to ask next. How do I get out of here? I asked as I looked around. At first she was stunned by the question. Soon she gave an answer. It's like a lucid dream. You must find your way back. She answered almost reluctantly. I was a strong lucid dreamer. Perhaps why she answered me. I studied the town around me. It was empty and the buildings were whispering. There were no stars in the sky and the moon was black. As I moved through the down I caught glimpses of shadow creatures lurking about. Their presence was more menacing. They were not merely observing, they were studying. I thought on what the woman said, find my way out, was it in the forest? As I moved through the town I found a note on the ground near one of the homes. Picking it up I began to read. The entity caught me and now I'm trapped in this place. I feels like a dream. But it also feels real. A woman kept asking me questions. None of my answers seemed to satisfy her but she eventually stopped following me. This place is, changing, me. My skin is beginning to darken. I'm starting to see more clearly in the dark. And the dark is feeling more like a home. Who was I? As I finished reading the note a shadow creature peered at me through an open window. It was taller and I could still make out some human characteristics. It watched me curiously as I approached. You're different from the others? It asked. Its voice was a mixture of a man's voice and whispers. I replied with a nod. I'm here to kill this creature, I stated as I watched my surroundings. It almost gave a smile. It knew it was too late. But it did not wish this fate on anyone else. The others, they want to be free. You're different and they know it. To them you're the key to escaping this place. What they don't realize is, there's no escape for us, it said as it pointed to the forest. They do not venture there. But there is something far more powerful waiting. The skinwalker, I said as I looked to the forest. It wasn't far. It was able to exist in both worlds. Those it took over it killed and trapped here. Others it trapped in the forest and killed them. I would need to kill both forms to truly defeat it. Here was I and it's real and it was far more powerful. You're going to face it anyway? The creature asked with admiration. I smiled. It gave me a nod of approval. It vanished as I turned to approach the forest. The shadows within the trees were massive and the whispers became yells. I would not be deterred. After passing through the trees I turned to see all the shadow creatures standing just outside the tree line. They were watching me. Was it freedom they sought or revenge? Perhaps it was both. They knew I'd bring one. The yelling subsided as I moved through the forest. Soon I came upon the clearing where I found that totem.
In its place was one word written in luminescent shadow hunger. Next I moved towards the cabin. Once a place of hope for those trapped in this forest, it was now collapsed and decayed. There was no refuge here. As I pushed through the forest I felt something watching me. The further I went the closer it came. It was behind me but I did not look. The entity was unsure if I was aware of it or not. I stopped abruptly to see what it'd do. It stopped too and watched before vanishing. As powerful as it was here it did not want to engage me directly. It knew what I was. Continuing I soon came across the cave. The entity stood at the entrance. It was larger than before. I did not have my weapons. We stared at each other for a time. Neither would fear the other. I did not wonder how I would defeat it. I knew I had to fight it. Warrior, it said in an echoing sinister voice. You will not leave this place. In the blink of an eye it charged me, raising its hand to swipe at me. As I dodged I punched it in the side. It stumbled a little before resuming the attack. Its cloak opened and I was knocked back by a rush of cold air and shadows. Before I could react it reached for my throat and pinned me to the ground. How can you hope to defeat me? It said with a menacing laugh. I felt drained. My life was fading. Hope, that is all I had. All I carried. My hands began to glow bright as I focused on hope. Yes. I was hope. Hope. I forced out. Is all I need. Grabbing its wrist I focused the light into it. It pulled back as the light surged through it. It was weakened. Standing quickly I punched it in the chest. It stumbled once more. How can this be? It roared as I struck again. And again. You know what I am. I told the entity. I'm the warrior, I continued my attack. The entity fell to its knees. It was too weak to resist further. But I did not attack it. To strike it now would make me something I'm not. Instead I knelt beside it, placing my hand on its shoulder. It looked to me with both sorrow and confusion. The Wendigo, it turned me to this, it said softly. With a sigh I focused my light into it. Soon after it dissipated. One form was defeated. Now I had to return to my body and face it again. As I entered the cave I saw myself laying on the ground. Next to me was two hunters. Shell casings were piled around. Kneeling next to my body I placed my hand on my shoulder. Soon after I was back in reality. Sitting up quickly I checked the hunters. They were dead. Deep claw marks ran across their chests. There was a note nearby. We found a body in the cave. He's still alive. Something feels different about him. The two of us are going to stay with him. The creature seemed to have come already. It looks like he was carrying swords and knives. But his holsters were empty. There was some white ash on his black shirt. David thinks he's found the creature's lair. He's gone there while we wait for him, it's here. The note ended. The feeling I had was that they fought hard. And damaged it enough to where it'd retreat. David would be alone. It took their rifles. But I still had to fight. I exited the cave and ran. Instinct told me where its lair was. It was another cave. A man motioned to me from behind a tree as I neared. Quietly I approached him. It's in there, he whispered. It has your weapons. I gave a nod. I'll go in first. Keep it distracted while you get the weapons. Anything will kill it, I whispered in reply. The man was shocked at first. We saw the creature's shadow. It was now tall. It resembled both man and wolf. It'd be a tough fight and I knew I wouldn't last long. But long enough. Stepping from behind the tree I roared. The creature turned in disbelief. It exited the cave and studied me for a moment. It remembered our previous fight. It charged and swiped its claws at me. I dodged and punched it in the jaw. As it stumbled I swung again, 
this time hitting the center of its chest. It released a roar and lunged. Grabbing it by the neck I pushed it back, striking it repeatedly as I pushed it back. David had ran into the cave for the weapons. It roared again, grabbing my arm and lifting me in the air. I placed my feet against its stomach as I pushed back. It released me but quickly pounced. I managed to hold its head back but it still clawed at me. My vest and shirt took most of the damage. The cuts were superficial at first. It wanted to toy with me. With my free hand I struck it once more. It paused to look at me once more. It had never seen my defiance. Before it could strike again my swords pierced through its chest. It looked down at the blades before falling to the side. It soon dissipated. I was cut and bruised but I had survived. David offered a hand to help me to my feet. What will you do now? He asked as he pulled me to my feet. There's another creature to hunt. Are there any other missing persons cases around the area? I asked. I knew the answer. Around a lake near here. He replied. That was my next hunt. The Wendigo.